This is Keith Price, and we are back here for the Backstage Skinny, Sirius XM Out Q. We are talking fun things that you can do when you come to New York City that are not necessarily on Broadway, but certainly off-Broadway has many things that people should take the time to explore. And I have two people, Robert Petkoff and Miss Brittany Vickers, who are currently starring in the show that I think most people who want to come and have a theatrical experience in New York City should at least take the time and opportunity to investigate. 39 Steps. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah. That's all I can. That's you know yeah. what I'm saying. I, I want to say more. Yeah. I don't think there's anything else. It's just sheer possibly. I, I think it was really just a fun throwback to good nostalgic. Well, I want to say musical comedy, but good old fashioned stage comedy. Mm. How do you guys feel about basically staying in this kind of? Um, uh, what is it? It's more like a, it feels like a, a something out of time. Yeah, I mean, it is yeah. this is sort of 1935 yeah. film that we're putting on stage, so it, it has that feel of an old movie. It's like an RKO picture. That's Absolutely. what it felt like. Yeah, vaudeville. Very And yeah. a very vaudeville. Mm-hmm. And people say vaudeville's dead. It's not dead, people. It's right there at the Union Square Theater. <laughs> right at the Union Square Theater here in New York City. So you guys both come into this, this, this show with um, varied experiences. And I know, like, for you... Brittany, this is like your stage debut Absolutely, in New York. Absolutely, in New York. Yeah. Where did you come from? Um, well, I'm originally from Denver, Colorado. Okay. And uh, then when I was 18, I went to Juilliard for four years and did that. And fall, fall, fall. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And, and now I'm here. And it was my first New York stage thing that I've done. And for you, Robert, you kind of you're a little busy, a little I've West End, a, a little of this, a little of that. <laughs> Just he's a little while he's longer. been around. I've been lucky. <laughs> you know, last year, if you guys did make the opportunity to come to New York to see some of the big shows, uh, you might remember a wonderful Hubert Humphrey, I believe. Her, yes, in yeah. All the Way which won the Tony for Best Play. Also, you were in the musical uh, Anything Goes, which also was a best winning musical. What's I'm a what good luck your... charm. And this is and this <laughs> is true. this is this is the Tony Award winner for best play for exactly. 2008. So, but, uh, this, you, know. you know what? Hey, 2008 and it's still on. Don't <laughs> yeah. be upset. That's, That's right. right. No, I've been so, lucky to be part of some really great great fun things. And where did what's your background? Where did you come from? You know, my father was in the Air Force, so we sort of were all over the United States, but I I finished in Illinois, went to Illinois State and then started acting in Chicago. For yeah. About 2 3 years and then um and then got a TV pilot, a spinoff from Who's the Boss, uh, and went out to uh, L.A. and shot the pilot, and that mm-hmm. was all. It's it like I'm gonna make it. Yeah, oh. I'm like I'm gonna be a big star. <laughs> Never mind. And um, and then I was there for about five years, and then met my wife doing a play at the Old Globe Theater. Oh, wow. She lived in New York, and what play? I was like at the School for Husbands, Ooh. ironically oh. enough. Um, and so been here about twenty years. Um, so and working and and, and doing working, yeah. But that's the thing the people don't understand talking to Brittany Vickers and Robert Petkoff from the show 39 Steps here in New York off-Broadway at the Union Square Theater. Um, that That's the thing that people don't realize that it's been a very long road to have the moments that you're having now. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I did yeah. my share of, you know, it's holding a spear in the background in a Shakespeare play and, and doing all <laughs> that stuff. Um, I was lucky because I, I, I just did straight plays for about 15 years. And then um, when the revival of Fiddler on the Roof came up on Broadway, I had just... The Alfred Molina one, yeah, right, exactly. okay. Yeah. Mm. And, and Rosie O'Donnell, shh. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, I did, it with, I did it with Fred and uh, with Randy, Randy Graff for a year, and then Harvey for a couple of months with Andrea Martin. Uh, wow. Both those experiences were so fun and so different. You know, I mean, 
there's such a range. All that Tony energy too. Uh, yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but I had just started. I had done a, my first musical in Chicago, and when I came back from that, uh, I said to my agent, "Hey, you know, maybe I'll try musicals." And and I got into Fiddler, and and that started sort of a six seven year run of of just doing musicals. Wow. And, uh, so so I was very lucky that I never I never did the the. Um, the hard slog in musical theater, you know, right. where you're where you're dancing in the ensemble, you mm-hmm. might swing, you might do those things huh. to try to build up. That I just sort of stepped in uh, on, on an in principal role, you know, from that. But I always look at the when I when I do a show, all the people who are doing such hard work, you know, swinging and mm-hmm. ensemble stuff and, and, and chorus, and I think, my God, I I'm. I'm so appreciative of that because they work ten times harder. They <laughs> do more often they do. than any anyone who does a, a principal role or, or something like that. And I was very fortunate to sort of just sidestep that. But I paid my dues in straight theater. <laughs> Speaking of our um, our male understudy, yeah, uh, Daniel. Harry. Harry. <laughs> I never know if I'm going to say Harry or Harry. Because <laughs> um, everyone's British in yes, this class. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, he he understudies all three men. Yes. And I mean, that's uh, amazing. 150 parts in one man's head. It's pretty incredible. It's insane. It's uh, see, insane amount so, of work. Uh, but again, we're talking about 39 Steps, the fun, 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 really very fun show that's and happening off and very fast paced. <laughs> that there's so much, so many things that are happening instantaneously and at the same time. There, I you know I was counting your character changes yeah. like, and I the, Brit, Brittany Vickers with us, and she, this is like, I kept thinking to myself, how do you keep all of that straight in your head? I yeah. mean, you've been doing this long enough now to mm-hmm. where you have your rhythm of how, but it's sort of like getting into each. I remember talking to Jefferson Mays, who's, mm. who's right. doing Gentleman's Guide, and I asked him, I said, do you have to find a story or a backstory for each and every one of those particular characters yeah. that you're playing in order to feel fully into them when you're on. Absolutely, and that develops. I mean, the first days of rehearsal, we it was crazy. You know, even the fir- even when we did the first run through or the previews, it, it's so fast that you almost can only think about the choreography of the piece. And now, as you know, we're coming up on our hundredth performance. You know, I'm backstage before, and I get little stories in my head, mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's that's how that happens." And then you deepen as the run goes. But with this show, it was like, I remember the first day of rehearsal, Robert says, um, you know, I usually memorize before I step into the room, but I didn't do it with this. And he was like, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) It I should have done it. It would have been very helpful. Well, because you're lucky, Robert, you're basically just one person. I get to be one guy. So again, you're just sliding in here like I did. You're on stage the whole time. But you're on stage the whole time. Yeah, that's the difference. When I step on, it's two hours of of straight, you know, there's only one time I really go off the stage. Mm -hmm. And then there's another time where I'm sleeping on a bed, my favorite part of tech <laughs> like, you're gonna spend hours on that scene this is but uh but yeah so i i have that i have least challenging as far as coming up with various characters but, right but because i'm just it's just exhausting yeah because you're constantly running because you're two co-stars i i i, I just i marvel i marvel it reminded me a lot of when i used to do improv I and mean, of course i'm like bringing it back to me but that's wrong but <laughs> it's about you guys but when doing improv when we used to do the quick changes and the quick moments and mm-hmm. then and then having Absolutely. to think of things to say at least the things are written yeah. so that yeah. it's not that hard to like at least 
carried the dialogue, but yeah. maintaining that energy of those characters, which is basically a roller coaster, Absolutely. especially for you. Well, and you know, I play a Russian spy, and mm-hmm. then a Scottish milkmaid, and then you know, the Hitchcock classic right. blonde. And um, sometimes, you know, uh, in my head, I'll start thinking in you know the Russian accent while I'm doing the British accent, and then I'm like, <laughs> no, you're from Denver. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so it's yes, it's definitely your mind has to be on. I love that. I love that Brittany Vickers and Robert Petkoff here with me on the backstage skinny serious xm out cue talking about 39 steps which is kind of, it's fun because the hitchcock references are hilarious yeah um i again it i i for me it, i kind of went back into my mind to like high anxiety mel brooks mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. taking those moments and it's sort of like i felt so bad because there were a lot of kids that the, when i went to the matinee the other day and i was thinking they have no idea how you know they might think it's funny to see the silhouette things and the yeah. birds. It's like, but you don't understand, man. <laughs> yeah. That was like serious stuff for us I when we were know. your age. You know, yeah, we planted he... a lot of titles yep. into the in into the, the script. The script. You know, and, and there are certain audiences that just, of course, get it right away. And then audiences like that with younger people. You know, you're like, I know we're just strangers on a train, but and, which and I didn't know until about a month in. How, <laughs> so how how long did it take you to catch up to all of the references? You know, I if I was a good actor and did my research, then I would have known on the first day. But um. oh, see, just because you go to Juilliard doesn't mean everything. Come on, that was I an exhausting four years. She doesn't do any research anymore. <laughs> Don't, I just got to show up and be in the zone, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, it took it took a, a little while because I I don't know those movies as mm-hmm. well, and they're not as ingrained in me. Even though I, you know, growing up, my nan would, you know, put on the old movie channel, and and she's from England, so I spent a lot of time oh, in England. Okay. And um, uh, Mariah Aiken, who is the director of this show, she said, you know, your British accent is great, and I was like, oh well, thanks. I think it's because my nan is English, and you know that thing. <laughs> no. Thank Juilliard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Juilliard is the one who said I'm my accent. I'm trying to get away from Juilliard. Don't. Curious no. incident of the dog, Alex. What's Alex's? Alex Sharp. Uh, Alex Sharp, yeah. honey. Mm-hmm. That's the, that is. in my class. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. For those of you who don't know who Alex Sharp is, which I would be very disappointed because I had a chance <laughs> to talk to him and you got to hear him on the Behind the Curtain special when we did the Tonys. Um, Alex Sharp. You know, when he made the speech, it was just basically, you know, 10 months ago, yeah. I was graduating from Juilliard, yeah, and now here I am. Mm-hmm. And so now, you, what do you think when you see that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's great. You yeah. know, it's there's nothing like seeing a classmate succeed. And, and we, we are family. The first day you walk in, you know, they say, look around this room. There's 18 people. You're going to know them for the rest of your life. And you're, fantastic. it's fantastic and scary and, and all of those wonderful things. And it's family, you know, and... But there's got to be a God. part of her that's that's thinking, you know, Alex Sharp, you just got the tone. Just got the I tone. have to work with Robert Petkoff. <laughs> what the heck? How did you know, Robert? What's with this universe? How did you know? <laughs> no, Robert Robert told me the first day of rehearsal that I was going to be lucky because he kissed me. So oh, yes. everyone oh, should I, work I, with him. We, we joke. Uh, I, I say, you know, if you kiss me on stage, mm-hmm. you go on to great things. I, I did Romeo and Juliet with Callista Flockhart about a year before. Ali McBeal, wow. and I did uh, Emily Blunt's first play, uh, The Royal Family, over in England when she first got out of school. With Dame Judi Dench. With Dame Judi. Hello. And, and we kissed on stage, and suddenly she's doing, you know, The Devil Wears Prada. Uh-huh. And so I always, I said, I said, listen, you're very lucky you're kissing me, because wow. in about a year, you're going to be gigantic. And then she will never remember the kiss. That's right. <laughs> oh, I think they all remember the kiss. Oh, hey, now, Robert Petkoff. How you doing? In, in some sort of shameful, torrid way. 
Torrid. So, so again, so now you're, I'm sitting here and I'm t- talking to two actors who come into this experience from very different places. Like you are basically fresh out of school. Yes. And you, Robert, are someone- Very not fresh. Not fresh. But still <laughs> fresh. Looks good. Let's, just for those, that you need to look him up, robertpetkoff.com. Um, but you come in with uh, a life of experience as well to this thing. What have you learned from each other? Oh my goodness. I mean, I've learned little things like what to ask for in my next contract. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they don't teach you that at Juilliard, do they? No, that's experience. And, (laughs) you know, just to to not take things so seriously and that this is a career. And, you know, luck is definitely a part of it. But, but yeah, I want to be in this for the rest of my life. And I made that decision a long time ago. And hopefully we'll continue to make that decision. So for me, Seeing and witnessing other people's experience is more than any education could pay for. But it's funny you say not taking it so seriously because that's sort of a thing I I get from you too. There's a there's a great lightness, uh, you know, young, yeah. confident energy that comes when you, when you first start out, and and it's nice to have that in the room. It's mm-hmm. nice to be reminded of that. You know, you can get a little jaded in this I was like, I was just to, Is he standing in the back smoking the cigarettes no, beforehand going... No, Robert backstage <sighs> is like a little kid. He jumps around and runs. Yeah. It's like... He's I the, love what I do. Yes. Come on. That's yeah. the thing. You get to play every Playful. day. There are moments... In, I, I remember playing Troilus and Troilus and Cressida years ago and... and Standing backstage in a suit of armor with a sword and a shield, <laughs> getting ready to go out and do a, a combat scene. And I remember thinking to myself, this is what I dreamed of as a kid. I mean, yeah. I would play this all the time, and now I'm being paid to do this. And people will clap for you. And yeah, clap when we're done. Yeah. Or laugh at you if you fall, which I did that night. <laughs> I literally thinking, this is amazing. And I go running out, and I tripped over an audience member's foot and fell on my that face. That oh is thought, amazing. This, too, is acting. I yeah. love that. Yeah, that's fabulous. Robert Petkoff and Brittany Vickers from the show 39 (laughs) Steps with me here on Backstage Skinny. Um, So, again, this is fun. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, work, but it's fun work and we love that. Yeah. And I always think about like, like someone like you, Robert, who's had this this longer career. When you look at the roles that you've had to do or been able to do, did you find that you were chosen for those roles or did you get a chance to maybe choose some of those roles for mm. yourself? You know, I think in my in my earlier years, definitely the roles were chosen for me. And I think the older I get, the, the longer I do this. Now there are times where something, an audition will come along and I'll say, you know, I... I don't. I'm not thrilled by that. Uh, uh, that thing. That doesn't mean that I. I'm definitely picking and choosing because then when I pick something, I'm auditioning for it. You right. know. I mean, I do from time to time get offered a role, and that's one of the most wonderful mm. feelings. I think, for an actor, you're like, oh God, I don't have to go through all that work. You know, someone just said, yeah. hey, I'd like you to come do this thing, um, which is wonderful. But most, more often, of course, you, you know, you you say your agent says there's this audition, and you say yes, I would love to to do that. And then you go in. But it's nice to, to be at a point where I can say, you know, I, I just don't think I would enjoy doing that, so I'm going to say no to the audition. Well, and I learned at school from um, one of my personal heroes, Ellen, Ellen Lauren, who's yeah. uh, a part of the City Company in New York. Um, and she said, you know, the only power as an actor that you really have is the power to say no. Wow. And um, that, I mean, even even at my age, I, you know, I, I'll, I have to go in for things because I need the experience. But if it's something I don't want to do, I'm not going to do it, you know. All right. <laughs> now, that's Brittany Vickers telling it like a T.I.T. <laughs> honey. We ain't, I ain't doing it because I don't like it. But please give me a job. <laughs> <laughs> but by the so, way, please hire me. But please hire me. So, again, you then, as a Juilliard grad, probably 
I'm I'm not surprised if it hasn't happened yet, but you should certainly get on the Orange is the New Black bandwagon because half the cast is Juilliard grads. I remember Danielle Brooks. Yes. Yes, Miss Tasty. Yes, she was um, uh, fourth year when I was a first year. And she took me aside and she said, um, I remember it so vividly. She said, this school will try to change you don't change and and she she said you've really got something and don't let them take it away from you just let them build it up and um then you know she's she's on this show and it's awesome and that's the thing about the tv show she's so wonderful and that's her comedy is is a facet of her but her depth and uh, is so moving and i'm so excited that she's going to share that with the world it's interesting that she says you know that she was told don't lose who you are Mm. because you can tell that when you meet Brittany after five minutes. Yeah. That she hasn't. That no, no, she, you, you, you're not ever pretending to be someone else except on stage. You know, and that's yeah, it's kind of a you. wonderful, that's one of those things that's wonderful to see, too. So yeah. then at this point now, I'm talking to Brittany Vickers and Vickers, excuse me, and Robert Petkoff from 39 Steps. Um, when you say that she hasn't had that she still kind of keeps that that buoyancy that lightness Mm -hmm. do you ever fear Brittany that you're going to lose it you know because it's harder for women i think in this business than it is for men. well to be honest uh my first you know three months out of school i've been i've been wanting i've wanted to be an actor since i was four and my grandparents put me into acting classes which thank you nan and granddad i love you you've been married for 58 years um (laughs) but um there's a tony speech yeah exactly right ready ready, baby (laughs) but um but you know my first three months out of school I didn't know what to do. I mean, I I was, you know, didn't get an agent right away. I didn't get all these things that I thought would happen. And even though it was only three months, it pushed me because there was a moment where I was like, I'm I'm not going to be an actor. I can't do this. This is painful because I want it so badly. Um, And then, you know, I was cast as uh, Ophelia and Hamlet at Hartford Sage. And I was like, oh, wait. The big picture of it all is is what I said before. You you just have to take it one moment at a time, as it, as in a play, you know. Right. So, so yeah, there's always a fear of being jaded, but I also know that that part of me that wants it so badly and that loves it um, will overcome in the end. I hope. Tell me that okay. when I'm fifty. All right. <laughs> but it is you know even if after you know it hasn't been many years in the business, right. yeah. You know you still have that thing where you're like, I work, I'm gonna work, and then you get, you stop a job. And about a month goes by, yeah. or two months goes by, and you're like, I, I work. I, I will I'm an get actor. A, I was I'll gonna get another job. I will get another job, won't Absolutely. I? And it, yeah. I mean, after all these years, you still have that moment where you're like, okay, now I'm a little worried. Yeah. And then the job comes, and you're like, oh, right, of course, I'll, I'll get another job. You know, but the greatest thing ever told to me was, you're not auditioning to be an actor. You're right. already an actor. Right. right. That'll never stop. You're just auditioning for the role. Yeah. And, and Brian Cranston went all the way. said oh, such a great thing, which was, you know, he said, my job as an actor is to prepare the best character I can based on what I see on that page, walk into a room and show that to you. Once that's done, my job is over. So worrying about anything else is ridiculous. Mm. And he said it took him years to sort of get his mind around that. But he said it's so healthy. You, you go in, you do your audition, and now I go on with what's next, yeah. what's next. Because if that happens, great, and if it doesn't, I had no control. You know, right. It's so vague or, or varied what people want. You know, you walk in, you might do the best audition they saw all day, but you're a little too short. Mm-hmm. And, there, you know, there's thousands of reasons. It seldom has to do with the fact that you can't act. Right. You know, it, it, you know, it may. It's just a different instrument for everyone. And absolutely. And to be quite honest, I, I hope that I get my, you know, role of a lifetime when I'm 50, <laughs> when I'm 45, because 
what depth that I'll bring to it then. Well, and that's the thing. Because you, you uh, like with the show, this particular show, 39 Steps, um, you are, your your characters are really fun and funny. <laughs> yeah. And no, and I mean, and not Absolutely. to take anything away from that, but when you think about what you can do 10, 15 years down mm-hmm. the line, what, what, what life experiences you can bring Absolutely. to these things. Mm-hmm. It's like for you, you're bringing a whole lot of stuff with you when yeah. you go into an audition now. You bring a whole lot of stuff when you go into a role now. Yeah, you can't help mm-hmm. it. I mean, it's you, just there. And yeah. so it's going to be fun to watch you, Miss Brittany Vickers. I mean, you. don't get me wrong. No, no, I'm no, not. No. I'm not dissing you at all, Robert. Robert. I would give you. I would give you your love. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> I, you, you know, you got it. But. This is what's special about Brittany is that there is a uh, sort of an old soul feel to her. Right. You know, so you walk I've into a room. Hair you too. got gray hair. It's <laughs> but it, but it, that sense of of. There is a whole life going on under the surface with Brittany. That's one of the first things I noticed. I said, I can't believe you just, you're as old as you are and you're already a better actor than me. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> How um, does this happen? But Keep she does. Asking. She has such depth anyway. So, my God, you know, 15, 20 years. It's going to be on. It's going to be so deep. <laughs> so come on. see the dramatic version of the 39 <laughs> Steps. Yes. That you've been It'll be a one-person show. <laughs> long, long readings <laughs> from Lady Vickers. The Lady Vickers. So, again... If you are finding yourself in the New York area at any point in time during the summer, especially because this is the time when people are coming to New York to find things to do. Mm -hmm. People that live, you know, in the Long Islands and the Jerseys and the Connecticut's and upstate and the West, when you're coming into the city. And again, like I always say that there is theater everywhere, even Mm -hmm. where you're living in those particular places. But especially if you're coming to New York, don't let yourself be limited by just what's on Broadway because you might get your feelings hurt if you're still trying to get Book of Mormon tickets. Just Mm -hmm. saying. (laughs) However, however, there is a total, um, I I like to say it's like there's a pack of really great things that are happening outside of the area that we're in right now that is just as stimulating, Mm -hmm. just as funny, just as irreverent, uh, you know. I think of things like Hand to God, who just came from off Broadway. Yeah. So imagine uh, the people that are seeing that Hamilton's coming Stephen this summer. Boyer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Stephen Boyer, right? Mm-hmm. Geneva mm-hmm. Carr, mm-hmm. shut up! Mm-hmm. What? Um, but it's great so, because the you know it may feel like because it's not in Times Square, it's off the beaten path. Right. But uh, I'm here to tell you. Union Square is very, very easy it's to get to. And very nice. And very nice. Exactly. In comparison to Times so, Square. So put 39 steps on your list of things to see when you come to New York this summer and or also, in the fall. And also, when you come, you'll get a nosy. Oh, that's right. We're um, all clown nosing. And uh, we all have our right clown now. noses here in the studio. Yes. And, uh, I don't sound any different, do I? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I can never yeah. seem to get mine to fit. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. there's the thing. Uh, but you know what's fun, fun is watching kids in the audience, or people, adults in the audience, who wear them for the whole show. Whole show. It's fantastic. And they're very excited. Yeah, anyone can be a clown. See? And that's what this show's about. It's about fun, (laughs) a little clownery, and you know what? Pure, fun entertainment. And a classic. So, so Miss Brittany Vickers, thank you. Robert Petkoff, thank you so much. Thank you. And we will be back. 